Welcome to the Drink Less, Live More podcast. If you are someone that is wanting to evaluate your relationship with alcohol, you've come to the right place. You don't have to call yourself anything. We don't have to use any labels. You're just someone that knows something isn't working for you and you want to make an intentional change. Let's go. Welcome back to Drink Less, Live More. I tell you what, the last, I don't know, couple of months of my life have just felt a little bit like a whirlwind. And I feel like I'm coming out of the whirlwind and things are sort of just steady and calmer. And I'm really loving that. Last week, I really felt this kind of just peace uh, again, which I felt like I had not had for a few months, just with, you know, all the things. We traveled a couple of places, you know, while I love travel, it's also disruptive to my routine. And I love my routine. So, you know, there's always some challenges there in me kind of getting back into that normal routine. But I really feel like I'm back there, which has been really nice. Uh, Kind of a funny story for anyone who has ever either been a single parent or even just had a lot of responsibilities for the week. Um, I was parenting without my husband. So I don't don't even want to say single parenting because that's not fair. But I was, he was gone all week for a conference. And so he normally drops, drops the kids off at school. And now this was my responsibility last week, plus a lot of work commitments and, you know, also getting in the working out that makes me feel so good. And, you know, all these other things that I do um, felt like, oh, gosh, I hope I can get all this done, you know, all, all in this week. So Friday, you know, after I had done all this the whole week, also owned my daughter's birthday. So her birthday was um, that week as well. And so just making that a special day for her and, you know, all those things, those are always just a little bit stressful. I never really understood when my mom was like so um, seemingly angry when we had parties and had people over and, you know, stressed out about all this stuff. And now I totally get it. So mom, if you are listening, um, I get it now. So I totally understand why There's just a lot of little things that have to happen in order for these things to be pulled off pretty seamlessly that we don't think about. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't see the work that my mother was doing behind the scenes to make sure that all those things were happening. So I get it now, Mom, I promise. Um, So anyway, we're driving to school on Friday and the kids were up early. It was a beautiful day out. I was like, hey, we got time. We can go to Starbucks. Let's do it. So we're pulling out of my neighborhood. The sun's shining. It's gorgeous outside. And we see our neighborhood fox, which occasionally comes around. And he or she, I'm not sure which one, is standing there just looking at us. And I'm like, you guys, look, it's the fox. Oh, my gosh. You know, so we're all like, wow, that's so cool. And we drive by and I'm thinking in my head, oh, my gosh, this is going to be the best day. Like, this is going to be just the best day. After I drop the kids off, I am meeting a friend for coffee and we have not really connected one-on-one for about a year and I'm so excited to have a conversation with her. So you know I'm just thinking I am just winning at life. And we get the strawberry frappuccinos that they wanted, get them off to school, they get dropped off. I turn around, my daughter naturally drank about three sips of her strawberry frappuccino, which cost, you know, seven bucks or whatever the hell. And so I'm like, oh great, when I get home I need to remember to take that out of the car. So pull out of the kid's school and literally someone slams on their brakes in front of me and I have to slam on my brakes. I mean, the whole car was like activated, doing all the automated things, also slamming on the brakes. And I was like millimeters from hitting the car in front of me. 
also with that came the entire strawberry frappuccino. <laughs> so it came it came out of the little thing in the seat and just went everywhere. And I couldn't help but just laugh because, you know, I think this is just a metaphor for life. It's like you, like when things are going great and everything just feels like, oh my gosh, wow, I finally made it. I finally discovered the the secret to, you know, this happy, content life. That's going to pass. And then also, speaking of my, you know, last few months that have just felt like a little bit more disruptive than usual that's going to pass too. And so I think there's this reminder of no matter where you're at in anything, this too shall pass was really helpful for me. So I, I really, truly laughed, drove home, cleaned up the car, and then went to meet my friend. And really, quite frankly, the day was as lovely as I had expected. So in the conversation was great and all the things. So anyway, just thought I'd share that fun little story because I know it's relatable. I don't, you know, I've told a m- couple of moms that story and they're like, oh yeah, I get it. You know, I told my husband, he was like, well, that's not that big of a deal. It sounds like you still had a good week. And I'm like, oh Lord. So anyway, <laughs> I'm telling all of you this because I'm certain you'll, you'll be able to relate to that. So, uh, you know, I celebrated my birthday in April and then my daughter's birthday is the 10th of May. And then my son has a birthday coming up in May as well. And so there's just a lot of celebration that goes on during this time of year. And I was just reflecting. I'd taken my daughter out to this really fancy place, Cake Bake, if you're a local person. Um, That's where she always wants to go for her birthday dinner. So we went to a birthday dinner there. And they have a full bar menu. It's a beautiful bar menu. They make lovely cocktails. Um, they have everything you could ever want. And so in like higher end drinks. So if I were to choose to have a drink, I would choose to have a drink there. And it was just me because my husband was gone. So it was just me and my two kids. And I was noticing a lot of birthday parties in there and it was midweek, you know, it wasn't even a weekend or, or anything like that. And I was just noticing all the parents had drinks. They all had some sort of a alcoholic beverage, it seemed. You know, I didn't see anybody that didn't. And they were kind of talking about birthdays. People had crowns on, you know, so you kind of knew it was a birthday celebration. And there is zero shame or shade towards these people. It was truly just an observation because this has been me before. You know, I've gone out for my children's birthday or we've had alcohol at children's birthday parties. Like we've done all of that. And still sometimes continue to do that, you know, so it's like there's no judgment towards it. It was just noticeable because of the shifts that I have made. So if that would have been me, you know, four years ago, 100 percent that I would have already looked at the menu and I would have known what I wanted to order for alcohol. And I probably would have had at least two drinks at dinner. And so, you know, we were looking through the menu and I said, oh, do you guys want to get some special beverages? They have these petunia punches, which are alcohol free. So they have a a mocktail list, which was really nice. And the kids are like, yeah. So we each got one. We did a little toast and we know we had our drink. And I was just thinking in that scenario, how proud I was to be able to share something with my kids that wasn't alcohol related. You know, I didn't, it didn't feel like, oh, this is only for mommy. When you're an adult, you can drink it. Um, because I've been somewhat open with them, you know, especially my, my older one about, alcohol and how I, I don't think it's this evil, horrible thing, but also it just didn't make me feel good. And I'm really working on trusting my body. And I want you to both trust your bodies. And if something's not working for you, you don't like the way it makes you feel, then don't do it. You know, I mean, I think that's the bottom line. So that's kind of been the conversation 
with them. But it was just kind of nice that we were all doing the same thing and, and cheers, you know, cheers. We're all drinking the same drink. And it made me think about how so much of my journey has been about fitting in fitting into the group. And I still struggle with this. There are still times that I have chosen to have a drink in a social environment or when we're celebrating something. And it is 100% to fit in. I actually don't want to have a drink. But I feel like if I don't, then people are going to look at me funny. They're going to think I think I'm better than them or I'm judging them for drinking. Quite frankly, most people don't have that reaction. And if they do, it just says more about their relationship with alcohol than it does mine. But it still crosses my mind. So it still is something that is there. But I was just thinking how nice it was to be able to celebrate um, without feeling that. Because I was just with my kids, you know? So it was like, it was an easy one. Like, they don't have the choice to, to get a cocktail. So I started thinking about how ingrained it is in our society that we need alcohol to celebrate something. And I started thinking about the new ways that I have learned to celebrate things that are not related to alcohol. And I have gained a lot of friends and people who were, you know, formerly maybe acquaintances and now have turned into friends around the subject of not drinking alcohol. So it's like I have all these people now over the last three or four years to pull from when I want to go do something that's not alcohol related. So And I also really highly encourage you to be in the driver's seat of this because sometimes I think people just don't think they like we get stuck in these habits, right? Like we think, well, it's your birthday, so we should go out and have a drink to celebrate your birthday. And so if you're in the driver's seat of this, then you kind of have a little bit more control over what it is that you do with this person that you love and care about. So, you know, some of the things that I have done is invited them to like a Broadway show. So I do our Broadway Across America tour tickets or I'll get tickets to another show. And yes, they serve alcohol there, but it's not somewhere like it's not like you're going to a huge concert where everybody's drinking alcohol. There's very not very many people that drink alcohol when you go to these shows or if they do, it's one drink and they're done, you know. So inviting somebody to do something like that, going for a walk and then having coffee. So doing more day engagements instead of evening quite frankly I'm done after 6 p.m. anyway like I don't care if it's the weekend or not but I'm done after 6 p.m. I sheets up by nine most of the time I actually this past weekend my sister and brother-in-law are still in town and we had a pool party and they were staying the night um, and had their dog and stuff here and that my backyard is just really pretty at night the lights are on in the pool we have lights all over the place it's just a pretty comfy space to be in. And we were just talking. My brother-in-law did some night swimming, you know. And so we were just talking, talking, talking. And finally, I said, oh, my God, I had no idea. It was midnight. I have got to go to bed. And honestly, I felt it the next day just because it was like I just didn't. I was out of that, my normal habit, my normal rhythm of sleeping and when I go to sleep and all those things, which is so key for me. So anyway, I kind of felt like, hmm, I think I need a nap. And it was Mother's Day, so I took a nap anyway. But, you know, so so all of those things are really important to me. So I'd rather do something in the day. I'd rather say, hey, let's I want to have a breakfast birthday date or let's go celebrate your birthday and do this. You know, like let's go for a hike because I know you love hiking. Let's go do something that just doesn't have anything to do with alcohol. And that's been really freeing because it's really felt like. I'm more empowered than being a victim to, oh, if you celebrate something, there's going to be alcohol involved. 
I was also thinking with the scenario with my daughter's birthday, how many birthday parties I've been to and I've woken up in the morning ashamed of how much I drank there. And we're talking about children's birthday parties. We were at one um, and it was real small because it was like still coming kind of out of the pandemic. And we had kind of hung out with these people quite a bit during, you know, when things kind of started to open up. And during the pandemic, we kind of like created our own little bubble. And we went to a birthday party at their house and I drank so much. I mean, I I bet I had two bottles of wine over the span of like six hours. And I woke up in the morning and I was seriously like, we were all, I mean, every single one of us and, you know, like we could walk to their house. So it was like every single one of us were drunk. And I'm like, whoa, I mean, there was like a huge bounce house. What if a kid was injured? Like, we couldn't even take them to the hospital, you know? And so I would wake up with that intense shame about those things. And I just, I'm so grateful that I don't have to feel that anymore. Like, I don't have to feel that intense shame. And for me personally, morally, ethically, what's aligned with my values, I personally don't think that's okay. So for me, that is not okay. And if it's okay for other people, no problem. If you wake up and you have no shame about that and you feel like that is in line with who you want to be, awesome. Keep doing it. (laughs) Um, That is not me. And so it was like, wow, that's why I feel that shame. It's not like societal shame or I did or said something I shouldn't have said. It wasn't about that. It was about I am at a child's birthday party. And what is center of, of attention here? Alcohol. That was completely the center of attention through the whole thing. So anyway, just interesting to reflect back on that experience and now reflect on this experience of being absolutely sober at my daughter's birthday. I took pictures of them. I engaged in great conversation with them. It was great. It was absolutely lovely. So, you know, when we think of like, even like, oh, you get the promotion. Um, Let's go out and celebrate. Let's get a cocktail. You can sort of, especially if you're new to the journey, you can you can be in the driver's seat here. So say, you know what? I am really prioritizing my health and well-being right now. And that means getting into bed early and not drinking alcohol. What if we met for breakfast in the morning? Or what if we took a walk in the morning and we can talk about, you know, this new opportunity that I've gotten? You know, all those things that we can really drive that. We don't have to keep doing the same things just because our culture has kind of put us into that particular tiny little box, I might say. It's a small one. I mean, that is so limiting to the options out there just to be like, that's the only way to do it is to crack open a bottle of champagne or go out and buy you a drink. That's the only way to celebrate. Wow. Like, I mean, it's really quite boring if you look at it. So I would invite you to go to an event that you would normally want to drink at because I feel like you have to put this into practice or it just doesn't register for people. It didn't register for me until I did it either. Same with like vacationing without alcohol where you're like, gosh, that sounds horrible. And then you go and do it and you're like, this is actually amazing. I have all the memories from my vacation. Zero shame. Um, I was connected to the people around me. I mean, my goodness, amazing. So I would invite you to try an event that you would normally be drinking at that's like a celebratory event. Try bringing uh, your own drinks. Try organizing the event. Try doing something that doesn't involve alcohol and just see 
how you feel. Like write it down, do a verbal journal, a journal entry. I don't care. Whatever we can do to capture how you feel while you're in the moment and then also how you feel the next day. Because I do think we have to delay some of the gratification with not drinking till the next day. And think about, you know, previous experiences. Reflect on that. How did you feel the next day after you went out and overdrank and maybe said things you didn't really want to say or a part of your personality kind of came out with the alcohol that you're not real proud of? Or maybe you changed your personality because of the alcohol. I find that to be more true than anything. I don't know if it's even really who we are that comes out. I think it's just that we change it because we want, we're so uncomfortable with who we really are. We want to be something different. So I would invite you just to try it. And like I said, see what you think. You can start with something really small. And then when you have that success, you get to keep building on it. You get to keep saying, oh, you know what? Just because it's Memorial Day weekend or it's 4th of July, that does not mean I have to have alcohol. I get to choose here because I'm in the driver's seat and I'm the type of person that does the things that is best for them without apology. So I would invite you to try it. Just give it a whirl. And... We will be back next week for another episode. I would love to hear from you, even on social media. How did it go? Like, send me a message. I don't know. I love that idea of community. There are some really big things coming with Drink Less, Live More and my booze challenge and all of those things. So look for that over the next few months. There's going to be some little, you know, shifts. And I'm really focusing in on that community aspect of this whole process. So there's going to be options for people to join that for free and also paid options and, you know, all these things. So I'm trying to really, you know, after doing this for a couple of years, really find that spot where I can help the most people and also be able to grow and develop my own business. Obviously, that's a big part of it, but I really want that connection with other humans and I haven't quite gotten there yet. So I'm really excited to be partnering with somebody that does this professionally for a living and they're going to help me build that community side of things. So keep your eye out for some of those things that are changing and shifting. And if you're someone who's like, I'd love to join something, but I can't do it financially now, totally get it. There's going to be options for you too. So I wish you a wonderful week and I will be back next week. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can be reminded for my weekly Wednesday episodes. If you're curious about my programs and options of ways to work with me, check out rachelpritz.com. And if that's not interesting to you right now, no problem. Just keep listening along for free. Either way, I'm here for you.